0: in here and there. On that note, I want to welcome everybody to the special edition of The World According to That Man, Even Benjamin Jeremy Stein. The- and I just decided in today's day and age, we need a little of Ben Stein's stories. They, they, they're enriching, they're fun, uh, they're experiences that almost none of us get to experience. And I, I, guys, uh, we're joined tonight from Rob Kendall from WIBC, BAM. And of course, Gary Collins from the com. We were driving the other day to the airport and we were listening to the Traveling Wilburys. And I had asked Ben, is this the greatest super group of all John? time? And I had to explain to Ben what was a supergroup. But for people that are unaware, it's when you take amazing musicians and you put them into one. And we decided, yes. And then I said to him, Ben, have you met George? Did you meet? I started naming the, uh, and I said, did you meet George
1: Harrison? And you said... well i couldn't remember i knew i had met george harrison and i knew i had met uh paul mccartney and ringo sorry i don't think i had ever met and the who's the other one
0: john John, lennon
1: john lennon i met all all of them except ringo
0: you okay, so, didn't really need to meet you, him so it you, worked out perfect i'm actually surprised you didn't meet ringo because we all share something in common i'm surprised you never saw him on campus I never,
1: never did. but
0: but he got it got rob and rob brought up a great point and i'll let rob ask you the question that he was asking me today as we were talking go about ahead, rob,
1: rob. Let well
2: the obvious answer to me, and I told you to this, would be Nixon. So take Nixon out of the equation.
1: Wait a minute. Nixon wasn't in the Beatles. I know,
2: Ben. I the, Oh, know. my God. Do you actually think Nixon was one of the Beatles? No, Ben. Let me ask the darn question. The question is, outside of Richard Nixon, who are the two or three people that you met or have met Uh, that had the most profound impact on you? I know your dad did too. It's quiet out there. There's some
1: quiet out there, you fools.
2: Outside of your dad and Nixon, who are the two or three people that you met in your life that had the most profound impact on you?
1: Milton Friedman, an incredibly brilliant genius. I believe the first... Possibly the first American winner of the uh, Nobel Prize for Economics, but either the first or second American winner of the Nobel Prize for Economics. And probably, let me think for a moment, mm, Joan Didion, a very, 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 very fine writer who was very, very, very good to me when my career was starting in Hollywood. And she was incredibly, unbelievably nice to me. I, I have to add a third, uh, Bob Bartley, who was editor of the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal, who also was incredibly nice to me when my career was starting as a writer. Okay, you got nice sh- to.
0: Me. Sorry, you got to share the Joan Didion story. This is this is this is the the meal at Joan Didion's house when a certain member of a certain band, like the Rolling Stones. No, no, no no no, 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 no. It wasn't
1: at her house. It was at Earl McGrath's house. But, but but she was there um there was a, a friend a very very wonderful 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 friend uh named earl mcgrath who was uh, a uh, he was head of rolling stones records he had been head of publicity for atlantic records and he was made head of rolling stones records which was a separate label within atlantic records and he he and i were pals He often had me cover, uh, concerts and other events, excuse me, sorry, with giant rock stars because I wrote about them for the wall street journal, which was at the time by far the biggest newspaper in the United States. And, uh, he, uh, Uh, He had me come to a party once at his apartment, which was at 57th and and 6th. I'm pretty sure. Maybe 7th. No, no, sorry. Sorry, either 6th or 7th. I don't remember anymore. It's been a long time. Uh, It was uh, right near Carnegie Hall. And I was sitting there having dinner and uh, there was a knock on the door. And Earl said to me, uh, would you get that you're sitting closest to the door? And I went to the door and there was Mick Jagger. And I said, "Oh my God, you're Mick Jagger!" And he said, "Pleased to meet you, mate." And he came walking into the room. <laughs> I think
0: it's so a Gary. It's it's sort of a fascinating thing. I mean, we're, we you know Ben is not just an icon, and he's also an iconoclast at the same time. But uh, who uh, you go for it, Gary? All right. This is a tough one now. Cause I had a good question, but he kind
2: of screwed. I was going to say outside of Elvis, who was the biggest rock star that you ever
0: met, but now well, we got Mick Jagger to screwed me on that one. So now, like, <laughs> what about John Lennon? And uh... well, I love John. I
1: love John Lennon a lot. I love Paul McCartney a lot. I used to have a, uh, there's a disc. Uh, I, I'm now I always get confused by John Lennon or Paul McCartney called. Maybe I'm amazed. Uh, and, uh, I think that's, I'm pretty sure it's by Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah, Paul McCartney. And uh, I used to play that over and over again. In fact, yesterday morning, as I was packing to uh, get to the airport to come to uh, wonderful uh, Orlando, uh, I was playing that song over and over again. It's a song that was very, very popular when I was the third year at Yale, and I just never have gotten over loving that song. So, And uh, to think that I met the guy who sang that, I think wrote it and sang it, that was kind of a thrill.
2: Ben, is there a common thread amongst successful people? Now, I realize that a lot of them are, you know, they're all different people. But is there like a common thread that weaves amongst people who are really, really successful?
1: Well, I'd say I have one dominant, one do- uh, one important threat is that they have important parents or grandparents. It's incredibly it's incredibly important to have well-connected Great. parents and grandparents. It's incre- incredibly important to inherit money so that you don't have to worry about working day by day to earn your living. Uh, it's incredibly important to be articulate and uh, to not be afraid to put yourself forward. Hold on if one second, Dad. Can-
0: hold on. Can you raise your mic a little bit? Just just pull it up your top. It's incredibly important
1: to be hung uh, like a stout. it's incredibly important to uh, have uh, friends like Sylvester Stallone. Now, um, I don't know. It's uh, incredibly important to be in the right place at the right time. I mean, I was just at the right place at the right time for a lot of reasons. And and, uh, a lot of it was just plain luck. I, I will give you an example, if I respectfully may. I was teaching at UC Santa Cruz. and. I liked it there very, very much. Really loved it a lot. And uh then one of the, the head of the college uh, Santa Cruz was divided into colleges. What the co- head of the college I was in made a frighteningly awful anti-Semitic gesture. And I told him if he didn't apologize, I was gonna leave. He would not apologize. I left and uh came to wash back to Washington, D.C. Had a miserable, incredibly difficult job. But by virtue of being there, I was able to meet some important people, which led to my uh, getting a job at the White House, which led in turn to an incredibly uh, rapid ascent up the ladder of writing. So as, as my friend John Coyne said, you're amazing. The first job you ever had as a writer was as a speechwriter for the President of the United States. And the second job you ever had as a writer was as a columnist for the second for the largest newspaper in America, the Wall Street Journal. So Uh, and that that would never have happened if that man had not made that anti-semitic gesture at UC Santa Cruz College five I would have stayed there probably forever uh and
0: and of course had you been had you not been at UC Santa Cruz you wouldn't have known one of the the co-ed killer big Ed Kemper yes exactly Uh, well
1: I I just remember I used to see him and say hello I didn't know him he didn't like saying oh boy did I rape and kill a cute girl today (laughs) <laughs> but, he, but he had but, already killed his grandparents at that point. I but, think so. afraid sure. But that,
2: how, many, how many people can say, though, Judah talks about this all the time, about Ben being the genius gump. How many people can say they knew Ed Kemper, John Lennon,
1: I Elvis? Met, I, I just you, you met, met him. John. You met him.
2: him met John Lennon, Elvis, Ed Kemper, Richard Nixon.
1: Like, Not many. Like, not really and many. people
0: are asking who nobody nobody has the 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 uh the the it, it, it's it ben is is generational and i'm not just saying that ben stein truly is a generational person he's well, like he's liked and loved by everybody But people are curious who do you want to meet
1: who do i want to meet oh god i don't know i wish my parents would come back to life i'd really like to see them again um i don't know there's i i pretty much know everybody i really want to know i mean i'm i'm married to the absolutely number one best human being in the world that's ever existed in the run of humanity so uh, i'm i'm blessed beyond words i mean i can't, there's no dis- way there's no way of describing how blessed i am i have the absolutely number one best wife that has ever existed
0: You do? And Rob, I'll tell you a funny story, and I think I might have shared this. Ben was watching a movie. This is a true story from the 50s with a beautiful actress in it, and Ben decided he wanted to meet her if she was still alive. (laughs) And we ended up finding her. or we didn't find her. We found the early 60s. From the early 60s. 60s, We ended up finding her husband and her son that one run one of the rarest bookstores I've ever been in in my life where books cost, you know, 100 grand uh, some of them of incredibly rare expensive
1: books, and it was the girl who played the college the uh, high school student in uh prime machine brody and who poses nude with her uh college her teacher slash lover and uh i i always found her very very attractive and sexy and uh i saw her name and i looked her up on google and uh says that her husband owned a bookstore in west hollywood and at uh, read on, and it was a bookstore very, very close to where I own a couple of condos. And so I went over there, and the, the uh, owner knew who I who was, it was very kind of him. And uh, he said, but he looked really, really old. He looked like as old as I do. I thought, well, wait a minute. His his wife's gonna look really old too. So I. <laughs> That's said, why well,
0: sometimes but, it's best to leave,
1: Rob. Yeah, to so I, so that, I didn't. I said, told him I'd like to meet her, but I never followed through.
0: This is why, Rob. Sometimes it's best to leave your heroes as 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 uh, to leave them, to let them have their time at that time, and not and, and even today. And Ben could attest to this. You don't always want to meet the people you see on television or in the movies. They're never going to live up to that standard of yours, except for Ben Stein. Gary, I'll give you one.
2: Did you ever meet Eisenhower?
1: I met Eisenhower twice. I met Eisenhower twice. Once was in 1952 during the election campaign. I was a very small child. I think I was seven. And there was a rally for him at the uh, Silver Spring, Maryland uh, train station where I lived in Silver Spring, Maryland. And my mother took me to it and I got to shake his hand. And then in the 1956 a 57 inauguration, uh, he was staying before the inauguration. I don't know why he wasn't staying at the White House, but he was staying at the Mayflower Hotel on Connecticut, Connecticut Avenue. And he wa- in those days, you didn't have like a billion Secret Service men. He just walked through the lobby with two or three Secret Service men. And my father knew him very slightly from meetings they had had about the economy, and he just uh, said hello to Mr. Nixon, General, General Eisner. and he introduced me to him as, as a son. And General Eisner just looked at me and smiled and looked very cheerful. You would hardly have known that he was the leader of the army which defeated Adolf Hitler in Western Europe.
0: That's an exceptional question, but man, plus you could also share who you're very close to. Then, and julie nixon yeah Eisenhower. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you just say of, it like it's like julie nixon right married david Eisenhower.
1: david Eisenhower. eisenhower's <laughs> grandson julie nixon is except for my wifey the world's finest human being is probably the finest wo- woman i've known on planet earth you know, she's just an, an absolute goddess uh a genuine saint, an actual living, breathing saint.
0: Okay, somebody has a really good question, but Rob, go first.
2: Well, I was going to ask you, Ben, because you talked about earlier about how a lot of it's luck, but I'm curious if you could expand on that about how, when you get the opportunity based on luck, about how you seize it, how do successful people seize these opportunities and make the most of it?
1: Well, I mean, with with Miss uh, Julie Eisenhower, uh, I met her... uh, and uh, she invited me i was working for president nixon she invited me to come to have lunch with her and david at uh, the uh, white house solarium which is a little dining room on the top floor of the white house that i hadn't even known existed and uh i went over there and had lunch with them and uh, we talked about how the watergate defense was going and uh, we both agreed things looked pretty bad and uh then uh, later on i met some of the i was working with some of the lawyers for for the uh, president defending him who had been loaned to us uh, by other government agencies and uh, i called Julian and i said boy these guys are just terrible we have really got to get some better lawyers these guys are really bad (laughs) And, and then president nixon called me the very next day and said oh oh uh, thank you for telling me all those great things about the lawyers and, and then the lawyers called me a few moments ago and said oh thank you for saying all those great things to us to the president and then I so I called Julie and I said, "Julie, that's exactly the opposite of what I said about about these lawyers." And Julie said, "I know my father has an awful lot on his mind. He sometimes gets things confused."
0: Uh, I love the amazing thing is as you tell these stories, and I was sharing with Rob before the show, Gary, you just talk about it like it's just so matter of fact. I was on the phone with Richard Nixon, and I told him what I thought about his lawyers. <laughs> the rest of us, okay. So, the last question. Uh, Two questions, Ben, quickly. How many presidents have you met and which ones?
1: Well, let's see. I met, Mr. I, I actually had the incredible pleasure when I was a very, very, very small child of meeting Truman. And as uh, so I met Eisenhower very, very, very briefly. I met John F. Kennedy very, 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 very briefly. I met Lyndon Johnson actually for a longer period of time. That was, I was invited to a party at the White House uh, for young socialites and the uh, children of cabinet members and so forth uh, a girl whose father was a treasury secretary uh henry fowler uh, had a crush on me uh, she was going to sarah lawrence i was at columbia we had gone out a couple of times and she uh they were having a party at the white house they're having a party at the white house for a princess from D- denmark i forget her name but she was a, a crown princess from uh, denmark and they so she, i was invited to that party and i and the, the crown princess was sort of standing there looking like she had nothing to do so i invited her to dance with me and i thought to myself here i am this Jew boy dancing with the princess of denmark and uh so uh and then let's see, i met john i t- talked to johnson then of course i met uh, nixon uh, quite a number of times i met ford uh, a number of times nowhere near as many times as i met nixon uh, let's see, who came? Reagan. You've met since you me I email. met Reagan. I met Reagan. I met uh, Jimmy. Did I mean, meet... no, I don't think I ever met Jimmy Carter. I might have. But I don't think so. I might have seen Mr. Clinton just walking down the hall at Yale, but I don't think I ever talked to him. But he was v- a very, very nice guy to us, us old Nixon hands. And the Bushes, you've met. I met busses. both, both Bushes. I met, met both of them at fairly substantial length uh, who came after the bushes in
0: between I, was obama and clinton ne-
1: never met obama oh, thank and, god and man, uh, I, I think i don't i don't, I don't I can't, well i have i've talked to trump at some length on the phone and i think i've told you about that a very heated conversation yeah. in which he threatened to sue me and uh, see, it's like an honor it's like saying yeah he, 10. He,
0: he, it, it's, it's at, ten that's it,
2: ten U.S. presidents. Ben <laughs>
0: met. 10. <to him. laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, that's you all. haven't met as many as the Queen, but yeah, you're close. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! And we can, re- we, you know, what we're going to keep on doing this stuff. So don't forget your questions. We will get to them. We're going to. This is going to become a regular portion of the show. I think it's extremely important. Well, God bless you to, to really chronicle Ben's life because it's been one hell of a life. I want to thank everybody that's been down, down, downloading the show. I apologize for. Uh, my sinuses. I want to remind everybody, benstein.substack.com Rumble, subscribe to our channel. You can listen to Rob every day from 9 to noon on 93.1, WIBC BAM, the president of Conservative Talk Radio, and of course Gary Collins from thesimplelifenow.com who has Ben up as his latest podcast. So go download that podcast. I want to thank the Rumblers, the Ranthers, and Ben, take us out in a fun way since this is a, take us out in an iconic way.
1: An iconic way. Bueller. Bueller. Mueller. 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 Try.
0: Try. That's all I can think of. That's bad. That's as good as it gets. Ben Stein. Okay, God, God bless, bless you. God bless you all. God bless, tonight, God bless God, America. Have a great God night. God bless America.
1: Good night. Good night.